This episode of Something Like Sunday School is being brought to you by Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC, headed up by the CEO, Angela Agnew. If you find yourself shy of the credit score needed to qualify for your dream home, that land you've been looking at, the new car you wanted to purchase, personal loans, and much more, and you don't have the desire to wait on a complete full credit repair, try the temporary credit boost of Bougie Bully Trade Lines with results in as fast as 14 to 21 days. Get better odds of approval with the addition of positive accounts with zero balances added to your credit profile. With the ability to increase your approval by as much as 75%. Yes, 75%. Contact Angela Agnew at bougiebully at gmail.com or 1-980-677-1595. Become a part of over 900 satisfied customers and 80 homes closed while using their services. Allow them to bully those bureaus on your behalf by using Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC. They look forward to working with you. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Something Like Sunday School. I am Purpose Williams, and I'm so glad to have you back with us, Sunday Schoolers. I hope you have your book. I I hope you have your notebook. And we're going to get right into the account of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel is the 26th book in the Old Testament. Um, Ezekiel is a prophet during the time when Judah is experiencing the 70-year Babylonian captivity. These are dark times. These are sad times for them. So, we're going to get into a part of Ezekiel, one of my favorite parts of his account, I find so fascinating. It really speaks to uh, the scientific por- uh, portion of God. Another testament of his meticulousness. Just beauty all the way around. And of course, every time we read, we know that the word is multifaceted. It is, it's layered. It's inexhaustible. It's ever teaching. It's always proving that God is God. Such a beautiful account. We're going to get right into it because you know. You know. <laughs> I'll keep on going and going. So let's just cut the cake. And let's just eat on it. Y'all ready? We're going to go to the book of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, starting with verse 1. We don't have much reading, but even though this is a short passage, the part we'll read anyway is a short passage. It's so much, so much. And of course, we're going to only, even in this uh, even in this podcast, we're only going to scratch the surface. But it's so delicious, just like some thick gumbo. You know, if you if you're really a foodie and really a cook, when you when you taste food, uh, if your palate is is mature enough, you'll taste the different ingredients, right? And how everything, even though everything is combined, even though it's settled in together, it only adds to the deliciousness. In this passage, this portion we're gonna read is so thick with beauty, so thick with deliciousness. All right, let's read. We're on the 37th chapter, the first verse. The hand of the Lord was upon me. This is Ezekiel. And carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. When he says the hand of the Lord is upon me, this is vision. This is a dream. This is uh, God's prophecy weighing on him. And he's experiencing uh, vision-wise what, <laughs> what God wants to do, right? 
The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was what? Full of bones. Let's not, let's not uh, slide past that. When we think of the word, we think full to capacity. A valley. We got to think about how big a valley is. And the valley is full of bones. Let's not slide past that. Come on. And cause me to pass by them round about. And behold, he reiterates, there were very many, very many in the open valley. A open valley? You know how spacious that is? And for it to be filled with very many bones? Huh. No. Not only are the bones there, they're very, very what? Very, very dry, which means life hasn't been gone from these bones a long time. When we think about a body that has transitioned, the body that's left, there, uh, there are things that happen to it. And eventually, if it's, if it's out decaying, it's going to get down to the bone. That means it's been out there a while. Hmm? My goodness. <laughs> And he said unto me, Son of man, look what he calls Ezekiel, Son of man, can these bones live? And he, look at Ezekiel's response. He has an honest response. And I answer, Oh Lord, thou knowest. I don't have no idea, is what Ezekiel is saying. I don't know, but you know. Look at, look at how smart he is, though, in his honesty. Ezekiel has a relationship with God enough to know, hey, if I don't know, you're going to pick up the slack. This is a relationship we should have with God. We don't know what's going on. We got to go to the one that knows. We got to go to the one that knows all things. Ezekiel immediately says, hey, I don't have no clue, but you know, so I'm, I'm turning back to you. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. Here are the instructions. And say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. We say that, you know, especially if you're a church kid. And a lot of times we joke around with saying things and we don't really understand the way. Hear the word of the Lord. He's talking to bones, telling bones to hear the word of the Lord. Isn't that something? Ah, oh, the high pitch. I'm sorry for it. But that's so so fascinating to me. It's so fascinating. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. That's got to be a miraculous thing. We have gotten, the body is, is so far gone, it's been long gone, that we've gotten down to the little bits, the bones of a thing. And you mean to tell me that the bones will live? The marrow in the bones will live? The bones will live? Let's keep reading. <laughs> And I will lay sinews upon you. Right? We in science class. Huh? <laughs> Look at <laughs> Look at the meticulousness. And we got to understand, this isn't new to God. This is the same thing he did with Adam. He's not new to this. What do people say? He's true. 
to this. He ain't new to this situation. Look how he gonna build it up. This is another testament also to God's master carpentry. He's a builder from the inside out. Good God from Zion. <laughs> and I will lay some news upon you. And will bring up flesh upon you. Look at the layers. Look how it's in order. He's an orderly God. Look how it's in order. And cover you with skin. There's no need for skin if there's no flesh. There's no need for flesh if there's no sinews and bones. Look how you do it. My God, today. <laughs> and I will lay sinews upon you. And I will bring flesh upon you. And cover you with skin. And then I'm going to do what? Put breath in you. And then what? Ye shall live. Let's look at that scripture. Still very much layered. He builds the body. Right? Builds the body from the inside out. But just because there's a body there doesn't mean that it's alive. How is the body alive? The breath. The breath of God. We see it with Adam. After he built Adam out of the dust, then he breathed into him. Then Adam was alive. Hey. My goodness. <laughs> and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesy. So what happens with, with Ezekiel? He does not argue with God. He does not doubt what God said. The man just said, so I prophesy. As he told me, I follow his instructions right away. We, we see it all the time. There's no hesitation. Ezekiel said, so I prophesy. <laughs> as I was commanded. And as I prophesied. There was a noise. <laughs> Not after he got through. Straight away when he started doing what the Lord said. He wasn't even through prophesying yet. <laughs> and as I prophesied. That means he's not finished. And already we see the work beginning. What are we saying? To our lives. What are we prophesying of ourselves? We don't necessarily see it at first. But that don't mean them words ain't working. Got to watch what you're saying. Got to watch what you're prophesying over your life, prophet. Watch what you're saying. What, what are you prophesying over your children, over your grandchildren? <laughs> As he prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, not only a noise, but a shaking. There's something going on. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And the bones came together. <sighs> As the boy prophesied. As he began. Right away, there was a noise. There was a shaking. And look at it, building from the uh, from the ground up is what we like to say. And one of my friends said, well, you can't build from the sky down. It'll be out of order, won't it? <laughs> He's an orderly guy. The bones start getting together. We know the song. I told y'all. Everything comes out of the Bible. The hip bone connected to whatever bone. I don't know. I go back and refresh that part. <laughs> but we see it right here. There go the song. The bones came together <laughs> to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the news. What's happening? Just what God said was going to happen. And why did that happen? Because Ezekiel obeyed. He did what God told him to do. And all he had to do was speak. Is that hard? <sighs> He didn't even have to do nothing but open his mouth. We're going to talk anyway. 
We might as well say the right things. The sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. There's no life. The body is there, but there's no life in it. We just got through talking about Lazarus. You got to be quickened. The body is there. Lazarus's body was there, but there was no life in it. Ah, come on, guys. Let's keep reading. Verse 9. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind. I'm going to get the breath in there. Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus said the Lord God. Hear the word of the Lord. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may do what? That they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. Why would he not? When he just did what he, what he told him to do before, he saw the miraculous work. Why would he not continue? Why did we stop doing what God said? When we've seen before the, the wonderful things he's done because of our obedience. Why do we stop? <laughs> so I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them. And they did what? They lived. They lived. Since they're alive, they're going to do what? They stood up to their feet. They got up. They were loosed. <laughs> they got up. And not only did they get up, look at the look at the wonder of the Lord. This is why we know he do things good and very good. They got up. They stood up. They became alive. They got up and stood up. And became what? An exceeding great army. <laughs> not only are they alive, they are empowered with strength. So much so that they are called an exceeding great army. <sighs> man. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole of the house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. This is us. Listen to us. I'm tired. I don't have any more hope and I don't have any more faith. I don't feel like I can go any further. <laughs> <sighs> Behold, they say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. We are cut off from our parts. If we think about a body, and <laughs> I told y'all, this is a short passage that we're reading, but it's so layered. We think about a body. If we're walking around and we just see limbs everywhere, it's best to assume that either the whole body is dead, and even if the whole body is not dead, we know that that separated limb is no longer alive. <laughs> it's not alive. We know when we, if we're walking around just seeing limbs, something is wrong. It's, it's out of pocket. What has happened? This is us. When we forsaken to assemble ourselves together. Do y'all understand that? We hear people saying, uh, I can be a Christian and not go to church. You can. But there won't be much life. <laughs> there won't be much life. God calls us a body. His body. If we know that a body part is missing, what else is going on with that body? Something about that body is not efficient. If I have one leg, and, and you know, this is just uh, 
just for explanation purposes, this is no offense to anyone. If I have one leg, I got to compensate for the leg that's missing. And you best believe wherever that leg is, it's not alive. <laughs> if they don't if they don't get it back together quickly and correctly, it won't live. And therefore it will affect the body. Look at it. My God from heaven. <laughs> and we are cut out from our parts. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave. <laughs> Lazaruses and cause you to come up out of your grave, loose them all, and bring you into the land of Israel, and ye shall know that I am. Ah, so much packed in that one is a sentence, too. I am. You got a noun and you got a verb. It's a science lesson. It's an English lesson. I am. He's always responding. I am. Whatever the situation is. I am. I got excited and hit the table. I'm sorry. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. <laughs> when I have opened your graves. Oh my people. And brought you up. Out of your grave. Not only is he going to open it. You're going to get up. You're going to stand up. And you're going to be endowed with power. When them people got up, they were called an exceeding great army. <laughs> My God from heaven. <sighs> I hope <laughs> that you are encouraged. You may feel like some dry, dismembered bones. Prophesy over yourself. David said it. I got to encourage myself. That I see the good of the God of God in the land of the living. <laughs> if you in the land of the living, be alive. <laughs> Live. Prophesy to the dead things that need to be alive. Speak the word over the Lord over whatever situation it is. It's in there. If you're sick, the Bible says by your by his stripes, we're already healed. That's prophesying over ourselves. Whatever situation you have, it's in there. Find the scripture and speak the word over it. And say, hear the word of the Lord, Bills. Y'all already paid. He said he's going to supply the needs and give me more than enough. Speak the word <laughs> over whatever it is. You can get loud if you want to. Sometimes I speak this stuff silently. Sometimes I yell and scream. Hmm? But as long as what I'm saying is the word of the Lord. <laughs> That's the difference. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. The Bible only proves itself. The word of God only proves itself over and over again. It's just like math. And math is not nowhere near my favorite subject. But three plus three is going to always be six. I don't care how you mix it up. Math don't do nothing but prove itself over and over again. 14 minus 2 will always be 12. I can get to 12 different ways. 6 plus 6. 5 plus 7. But all those ways will still prove 12. That's the word of the Lord. <laughs> Y'all, let me get out of here. I tear this table to pieces. <laughs> Isn't it? Ah, I hope you enjoy 
I hope you got what you need. If not, go back. Read. I know this was a quick one. <sighs> but it's jam-packed. Open it. Open it. Read. Eat. Do it. <laughs> and get what you need. That's what the word of God is for. It's life to us. The Lord says life and godliness. I came that you may have life, not death. Life is God's uh, God's promise to us. It can't be. <laughs> if life is what he promised us, death is not his will. And that's not just a physical death. <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got what you need. Go back. Reread. Eat some more. Eat it up again. Eat some more. It was good to me. I hope that it was good, delicious, scrumptious to you. All right. We out of here. <laughs> See you next time.